advise you to get off the streets as quickly as possible. It'll soon be a war up there. And we are, as a people, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths. I know for a fact. And to secret proceedings. Weapons of mass destruction. I have a dream. I take the threat very seriously. A new world order. Your government thanks you for your participation. You are now listening to the world-famous Sofa King Podcast. Please, read from sheets. I am... I am Sofa King. Sofa King. Now repeat all very fast, please. I am Sofa King. Faster. I am Sofa King. No, not so fast. Loses meaning. I am Sofa King. You say funny things. Keep that out of my reach. What? The Dalmore. Oh. Eh, fuck it. I also need to drive at some point. Yeah. Take those batteries, uh, take the batteries out of the breathalyzer. I need to get actual breathalyzer batteries. I just stole them from the remote upstairs. (laughs) Your uh, water bottle went from being super pimp to like not that impressive based on going from like my bifocals where I couldn't really see it very well to shifting to where I could see it. Because when I looked at it with the shitty part of my glasses, I thought it said Magnum Gold. <laughs> fuck yeah. And I was like, fuck yeah. That's, that's a condoms I bought. It's a big ass black bottle. And then I was yeah. like, does that really say me? And then I looked with the other side of my glasses Magnum. and it says Penguin Cold. Oh, wow. That's, that's way different. <laughs> way, way less impressive than Magnum Gold. Yeah. Eh, it's just yeah. based off Amazon reviews or something, I think. Yeah. It was 14 bucks. Yeah, yeah. I can never trust those. How they well, I don't know. Like the thing is with like hydro flasks though, or Yeti fucking bottles, the twelve dollar one is almost oh, always, always as good as yeah. the fucking fifty dollar yeah. one. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. Something happens there. though. Like sometimes I'll get one and I'm like, this motherfucker kept icing it for like four days in my hot car in Bakersfield. And then you like drop it once or something, and it gets a toast, little dent yeah. and it's fucking doesn't <clears throat> you're like, what happened? Yeah. It's like vacuum sealed, there's a glass yeah. in there or something. Something, something snapped. Something yeah. yeah. That's weird. I don't understand how that works. So who yeah. gave us this Glenfiddich 12? That's uh, Steve Foster. Okay, Steve Foster. So Steve we have Glenfiddich. I like Glenfiddich. Foster. I don't know that I've had the 12, so I'm eager. Oh, that was a weird. <laughs> See, it was Dave's hesitance. <laughs> Dave was like scared. It's good. It's really good. I haven't done anything bad. Better than I thought. It is warm. Comes up in the nose. I'm going to chase it in a second here with this mm, one and try to compare it. It's super it, smooth, though. Very good. I'll drink some Real water. Smooth. Not smoky. I remembered it being smoky. There's a little bit there. There's a little smoke Maybe on it. Maybe the regular touch, Glenfiddich though. is yeah. smoky. Not, it's not enough to bother this me. This doesn't smell smoky at all. The other one. We have another one. We were. Steve was curious. He brought this to me, and then he said, hey, do you already have this? I said, maybe, because we have this other bottle that, uh, that William nice Winder gave us, but it's like an old bottle. Like I think literally the story behind this was... William doesn't listen to podcasts. Like Bill, it's just Bill at the, at Dagny's, right? He hangs out there, but he's like, oh, I know you guys like whiskey. I have this. I don't drink whiskey. It was at my cabin for a million years. So this might be like some antique Glenfiddich 12 and the label's different. So I'm going to see him. I don't think it's 12. Clear my palate. No, it says 12 on the bottle. Oh, I know, but I don't think it's the regular Glenfiddich 12 though. No, I think it's a special, it says special reserved, isn't it? Yeah. Ah, it's close, man. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe, maybe we can tell Brad just a little bit. I can't. I can't tell. All right, there we go. There that we was go. weird. We're fixed. 
I guess. I don't know. I don't know what weird. happened. It's a ghost. Well, no, I hit my elbow on the keyboard because Brent's got me all crushed up over here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I knew it was going to be my fault. <laughs> well, I mean. Let me see it. I got to try this. All right. I'm Mountain Dew to clear my palate. Well, that's what I cleared it with water first and tried it, but it's like my whiskey memory is not great. Like I couldn't tell from taste to taste. No, it's different. It's different? Yeah, it's different. It's yeah, smokier. It says special maybe. reserve. It's definitely going to be it's a not, different. It's not smokier. Like the so, one Steve got us might be smoother. It's more clear. Yeah. Th- this one it just has a different uh, taste and it hits on the tongue a little different. That one is a little sweeter on the end. It is. Like after you let it set. And and the the 12 uh, went up in the nasal cavity. You know this, what I mean? This like one it was has, super smooth. Oddly enough, that one's it's smooth. a 12 year. This one has like that kind of that almost unfinished flavor yeah, that comes with does. like Southern it whiskey yeah. that's in there, but that wasn't in the regular 12. Yeah. They're different. They're definitely different. Yeah, definitely I wouldn't, different. I think Steve Foster's a little more refined. If I had a blind taste test, refined. I wouldn't think they were the same whiskey at all. Yeah, it just tastes, it, yeah, the the Foster, the one that Foster gave us is. A little fancier. It's a little nicer. Like it, it's a little smoother and uh, has a good flavor hit. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a little stronger. I, that's what I got from that one. Mm-hmm. Feels a little stronger. That one felt a little. It's hard with some. I'm impressed that you guys are able to do that because, like, the whiskey's like hot in your mouth. It's like a lasting thing. It like affects your taste buds. And to try to taste something directly after tasting the other, yeah. I have trouble doing it. It's like I taste it. I mean, immediately the flavor. Different, I can't. I mean, I'm not a, obviously not a professional. I I can't tell you what the flavor was that was different, mm-hmm. but the the other one, the one that William gave us is definitely has a different flavor. Right. Like it immediately tastes. It doesn't different. have the sweet, smooth flavor. No, that it the regular twelve. Yeah, has. that one is more sweet on the end. Like at the mm-hmm. not like overly sweet, but you just no. get a sweetness off after you've you know taken it. This one got into the onion patch. So, <laughs> but no, I'm a fan of Glenfiddich, and I'm a bigger fan of the twelve. So, somebody sent us there the eighteen. And then we'll see. Yeah, I'd be happy with that. We need to, we got to finish that. I really like 18. So we can have like a request. And then anything over 20. A couple people could go in on a bottle. You know what I mean? Oh, that'd be good. A couple people can go down. Anything over 20 years. (laughs) Oh, God. What, what have I had? Oh, XR21. Well, you know the difference. Yeah, that's 21. <laughs> you know the difference, man. And that, you have a 15, the McAllen 15. That was great. I mean, yeah. Big I mean, difference. The, gl- the Glen Morangi, however yeah. you say that, Morange. Yeah. Um, that, one's th- that one's 30 years or something. Yeah, crazy. the Shiv- the Chivas 18. I think it's had, 35 or something. Is it 35? Which yeah, one's that? That one in the fucking oh, the crazy Glen, box with the gold label. The Morange. The Morange, yeah. Oh, the Blank Mange. It has like the titanium fucking cork. It weighs like five pounds. Yeah. That one's good, though. Yeah, fuck yeah, it is. But there's one bottle that they don't have to age to be delicious, and that's a bottle of El Yucateco hot sauce. It's kind of aged since 1968. That's true. You know who stopped by the studio? <laughs> who? Master Splinter came by. No who? shit. Yeah. I was like, like, we we're at the counter, oh. and they were like, oh, yeah, something, something. And they said, my daughter is April. And I was like, he's like, <laughs> he looked at me, he said... I'm Master Splinter. And I was like, what? Like, he knew. That's like, fucking yeah. bad. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, come down ass. here right now. You have to yeah. come see the studio. And I was like, look, the jar's right there. We won't fucking finish. He's like, it's gone now. Like, he finished the last of the batch or whatever. He had, like, some in his jar or whatever. But yeah. that shit was crazy. It that was, was good, so man. good. Yeah. That was, I'm that was, it hasn't evaporated. It's still nah. in the, I wonder if it's not well, it's probably sealed. sealed. Don't open Those it. bell jars. Maybe those bell jars seal it pretty well. It looks kind of hazy now. It looks a little thick. Yeah. Like, it has maybe. Condensed a little bit. Yeah, I take a drink. Open it. Just take it right out of the jar. 
<laughs> I licked the glass. <laughs> Osmosis. That, that shit was the best moonshine oh, I think ever, ever had. Yeah. It was super smooth. It was really good. Like, that's crazy. He should try yeah, his hand again. Pretty sweet. Yeah, he needs to. Yeah, he needs. He really he does have a knack. To. It was an honor though to yeah. get to meet yeah, Master Splinter. Cool. He looked like what you expected. He was way less hairy than I thought. Mm, really, but he did tell me he was like seventy something. No fucking way. Wow, I would have guessed that shit. So he's huh. got some fucking some juju. I thought it was ninety. He's got yeah. some juju in that shit because yeah. no, he looked like he, no, like not seventy. <laughs> like he was fifty. Like maybe I would have been on, okay. You're fifty. Yeah. 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 Like huh. no way. I thought he was That's seventy. Crazy. Yep. It was impressive. It's all that moonshine. He had great genes. I think they were Levi's. Yeah, yeah. Huh. yeah. Oh, I mean, genetically. And El Yucateco did save me this week in a recipe. Um, I told you guys about my aborted recipe. I went and Your got a bunch of stuff. Because I, really, I was I was craving enchiladas, so aborted I got all this recipe? stuff. It's not a good term to use. Aborted. I, Especially I, not with something yeah. that's red, I'm assuming. Yeah. I got all this stuff. I made <laughs> I made the filling. I made the enchilada filling. I got the tortillas. I got the sauce. I was completely ready. I was going to start assembling the, the enchiladas, and I was like, oh, I need to preheat the oven. And then I remember my fucking oven died on Thanksgiving, so I couldn't cook my fucking enchiladas, and I was really pissed off about it it but um, that's how you make the abortion crock pot that's right Put but that I, down did, recipes. I did add a healthy dose of red el yucateco to up the heat level and i threw it all in the crock pot and cooked it like like layered that, like that lasagna works. yeah that works and it, it doesn't come out that way because it's like you're just getting it all out of the crock pot slop. with a spoon yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's just a bowl of slop oh, you but still it's put tortillas delicious. in there yeah, yeah you, made, you, made, it you made enchilada soup man yeah that's what it was. Yeah, it was. It was still soupy. Yeah, enchilada, no, no, no. It was, like a, really? it was like a lasagna. It was like a casserole. Oh, that casserole. Oh, yeah. So enchilada casserole. Then it was enchilada, enchilada casserole. casserole. It was good, man. I mean, it that's really how we good. make our enchiladas. The only thing you need to anyway. do to put that in the recipe book was you'd have to walk outside and there was a pregnant woman walking by uh, and you kicked her in the stomach. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's how you finish it off. It was ugly, but it was good. <laughs> yeah, I love just like just like speaking, a, just like a baby. Speaking of ugly but good, we have uh, shout outs for our patrons. Oh, hmm. yeah. Um, so if you're interested in supporting the show, uh, one way to do it is with merch. Another way to do it is with liking and sharing, just giving a subscribe, giving a, a mm -hmm. review on telling your iTunes, mom about the show, telling your mom about it, yeah. uh, doing share of some of our posts. Like you know what? Th those things all really help a lot. You know, it's crazy too. The older ladies love the show. They do. I, I you know, I, I really got to give a shout out to them. Like, you know, I just think, keeping an I open think, mind. We remind, them, legs. we remind them of their foul children. Maybe. I think that, that might, might be, be what it, it comes down to. When they, raised, when they raised some boys yeah. and had to deal with that shit. Yeah. It's like, you remind me of my son. Yeah. He but another way to sucking dicks too. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> Constantly. Couldn't, yeah. Couldn't stop. And then I walked in on him. Well, yeah. <laughs> but another way to support us is to go to patreon.com backslash Sofa King podcast and support us with a monthly uh uh, patronage. Um, we really appreciate it. It helps us uh, keep the show going. It helps us ship out a bunch of dope shit to people. Um, but uh, we always give shout outs to people trying to get through our list. Um, it is a Sisyphean mm. task that will never end, but we like doing Sisyphean. it. Sisyphean? Yes. That just broke my brain. Yeah. <laughs> Based on the I just got a literary boner. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Sisyphus. Sisyphus. Uh, he was cursed through the afterlife to constantly push a the rock up the hill. hill, but he could oh, never do it. Um, so I get it though. Brenda and Alon <laughs> and Alon. Mm -hmm. It's both Brenda and it's both Brenda and the lawn. Yeah. 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 They, they went in together. They yeah, yeah, in. yeah. Yeah. The lawn didn't help much, but no. neither did Brenda. I mean, why are you bringing sod over here? Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Cutting up yeah. the grass. You're fucking your yard up. It's yep. not doing us any good. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the golf course. Maybe, is maybe she owns a sod business. Yeah. That's maybe. What, that's then it's a great paying, name. Yeah. yeah. 
Brenda, Brenda and Alon. Alon. Yeah. yeah, I like that. That'd be sweet. You should do that, Brenda. Yeah. There's a that's not, if that's not the job you're yeah. into, Brenda, yeah. you might want if, to change. If career. you're not doing that, you we're going to need a selfie on the grass as your profile picture. That now. would be sweet. So yeah. just, hey, look who it is. It's Brenda yeah. and Alon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then we have Brittany. Papu. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I want to make jokes, but do I need to? Yeah. So Brenda brung her lawn, and yeah. and she brung her paws poo. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, say the last name again. Papu. Papu. Brittany Papu. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, that's the Papu. If we're, we're sticking to the same that thing. Or or, Br- or Brittany's a uh, monkey, and she's got Papu. She'd be throwing it at people. Oh, maybe. Yeah. That's like what they call the, that? Yeah. Yeah, paw poo. Yeah, at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, she threw poo all over the place, but yeah. we got to clean off the paw poo. Yeah. Yeah. That's when your dog steps yeah, into some shit. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's dumb. It's like, what? Oh, get That's her. Yeah, her parents' names weren't, that wasn't their last name. That's just yeah. what they named her. Right. She was consistently, they had her in a cage <laughs> and she was constantly walking in, in her own feces. So they called her Brittany Papa. Yeah, yeah. This stuck. next one is a ringer. This is a fake name, so I don't know how much time we want to give it. <laughs> Dick Fitzwell. Yeah. Dick Fitzwell. That's yeah. not a that's a real that's name. A ringer. That's a real name. It is, but that's not this person's name. Are you sure? Yes. Dick Fitzwell. Well, Come it just on. I mean, everybody knows somebody who chooses a name like that has, you know. <laughs> like yeah. if they would have put yeah. like Penis Von Loves Vagina. Yeah. I would know that it's a real name. Yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's obviously. a German name. Obviously. That's a German obviously. name. Yeah. 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 His girlfriend's pussy galore. Yes. Yeah. Then we have Dallin. We, we had that. Wow. This is the same person we did on our bonus episode. Right. Oh, is this the question? Oh, Dallin that was Burnett. Yeah. Yeah. Dallin yeah. Burnett. Yeah. Dallin D. Burnett, Dallin, well, we Dallin, know. Burnett. We always know what the D stands Dallin, for. Dallin, yeah. Yeah. Dallin, Dallin, Burnett. So yeah. Dallin, Dallin, Burnett. Thank you very much. Yeah. We <laughs> talked about you on the uh, yeah. on the bonus episode. Yeah. So we said a lot of funny things about you there. Did we? Mm. And then we have. <laughs> <laughs> what was I saying? Then we have, um, fog tongue. How, how do I know that one too? I think we've done it. Before. Fog tongue. I've never done Fog. Is that a band before. name? I mean, I probably Sounds like know a se- like a bad seventies band yes. name. Yeah. Yes. That's like, yeah. What do they sing? You yeah. Know, they sing songs <laughs> exactly. like "Rolling in the Fog." Yes. You know, that's exactly. That's what terrible, terrible names for songs. <laughs> Rolling in the fog. I, I think I know it because I have to do the Patreon stuff, so I'm reading those. Yeah. Right. And that's one of those ones that fucks you up because you're like god damn it what's your real name like right. i gotta fog make a tongue. fucking id card for you i'm not yeah. putting fog, it's fog tongue, tongue on it. I why can't not find fog your address. why would you not put fog because you, you can't pick your nickname on a skull that's true you can't but no. if it's their band name they but what if someone that. else has already picked that nickname for them that's right maybe if all then their friends call them fog i need some right. backstory and then that's just too much work i just need your name that's like time to find if i got you know if i gave you snake eyes brad eddie jazz you can't pick it but i didn't pick that nickname right i think you just happened i didn't pick it who picked that i didn't pick it jimmy that i used to work with really yes well it's a good name I'm kind of jealous of it. That's good. Rolling in the fall. <laughs> That's my favorite track yeah. off their album. Great. Mm-hmm. Great song. Jack off their album. Yeah. Yeah. That's my favorite. Jack uh, off the album. Yeah. That's that's the name of the album. <laughs> that's the name of the album. <laughs> yeah. Jack off the album. Jack off this album. It's not yeah. what you think. It's Jack off it's like the a album. Shitty you know that's yeah. Jack yeah. off the album. Yeah. Fog tongue. Yeah. yeah. You know him? <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's all the patrons. 
That's all the patrons. Um, it's not all of them. To, that's four. It's, no, that's yeah. five of them. Oh, five of them. Um, mm-hmm. If you want to know more about jacking off the fog tongue, then you can go to podbelly.com. There's a whole section <laughs> on fog tongue jack offs. Um, I mean, that's, that's, that totally fits as like a sex move, jacking off the fog tongue. Yeah, for sure it does. Yeah. I mean, the fog tongue's really when you're, when you're, when you're uh, punching the fart box and they <laughs> fart, you know, with your tongue. Yeah. And it just fucking fogs you out. Tongue. Yeah. It's a fog tongue. Yeah. I thought, fog it, tongue. I thought it was when you already came like four times and it was on the fifth round when she's jerking you off onto her tongue and it's just like, because <laughs> no. nothing comes out. But punching the punching the fart box is like unbeatable. Yeah, that's a much yeah. stronger. Just the start. Yeah, punching punch, the fart box. Punch yeah, the fart box is yeah. a great tongue, tongue start. Pu- tongue punching the fart box. Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Which was Fog Tongue's second wow. album? That yeah, was sophomore album. Yeah, yeah. Tongue Punch. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sophomore album. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, so you can go to uh, podbelly.com to find out about how to podcast. Uh, uh, find a directory. If you yourself have a podcast, you can post it on the directory to try to get more uh, likes and listens and subscribers. And there is also a great uh, network of shows that you can download directly there and listen to and be exposed to. So check out podbelly.com at your convenience. Actually, fuck convenience. Pause right now and go to podbelly.com and look at it. This will be here. This will still be here. still here. I don't care if it's inconvenient. Do it. We'll just hang out for a second and we'll wait. Thank you for doing that. That was awesome. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate it. Hmm. Well, they uh, hit pause, so didn't they? Yeah, hmm. didn't. Matter. Never heard of them. Hmm. Poo pause. Poo pause could just be like when the turds coming out. It's the space between turds. The poo pause. Yeah, it's the poo pause. <laughs> yeah, it's the moments between yeah. turds. It's the poo pause. Yeah, yeah. I like that Some one too. Measure of fecal health. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So our topic today is, um, I don't even know what to call it because the, the documentary on Netflix is called Operation Odessa, mm-hmm. but that's really a, even like the, I read an article from the daily beast and like, there's a real it, Operation it, Odessa from back in exactly. the day. Yeah. I think we uh, talked about it on the show. Operation yeah. Odessa was, have, the, some yeah. Nazi was thing. getting Nazis smuggled yeah. out of Nazi Germany as the, during that's the fall of the Reich. Yeah. That's no, paperclip. no, no. Paperclip was getting him into America. Operation oh. Odessa was inside of Germany getting top-ranking oh. people out of Germany. Right. Not sending them anywhere. And they used the Catholic Church and they went yeah. through Switzerland. And that's like all the Germans that are yeah, in I remember that. Australia yeah. and New Zealand and Brazil and Central America. Like they all got filtered out through Odessa. So this is not that. If you clicked on this because you saw some, but the what if we just put Miami under it or some shit? It's just a bad name. Even like the, like I started to say, the, there's an article from the Daily Beast that like loves this documentary and speaks highly of it, but like it's like, like but that's, that's a fucking awful name. Like it's only even called that because the main guy the, came from Odessa. Well, the law enforcement well, called that's it all that. Right. That's I the mean, name of the the operation that was oh, after them. I that's see. why. Yeah. Yeah, I still think that's a bad name. Yeah, well, well, only just based on that. There's something else of historical importance with that name, right? I mean, other than that, it could be whatever. It could be Operation Fucking, you know, Fog Tongue. Yeah, that's much better. You do get to pick your operation name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to. You actually have to pick your operation name. Yeah. But um, the I'm gonna say like the. As you probably know, if you've listened before, I'm not a documentary person when it comes to research. 
It slows me down. It's less efficient. I don't retain the information. It's I do not like. I get it, you, man. Like you know. I, on that last one, like uh, I watched the whole four hour thing and didn't take notes. Um, just like try to watch it and mm-hmm. be there. And, and then BuzzFeed, I watched twenty nine minutes and it took me an hour and twenty right. minutes right. to get through BuzzFeed. And I wrote like fucking fourteen pages right. of notes. Hmm. I was like, oh my god. I so like, I normally can I skip that. No, I have to write that down. I normally don't like it, and most documentaries that I watch are like neutral to bad. Like that's some the, that's the range, good. but it's rare. Yeah. It's very some rare. Some documentaries are good. It's very rare for me to see a Dude, documentary the last, that's really fucking I, good. And that's what's hard for me. Like if if it's a bad documentary. I'm fucking it's like, rough, dude. I, I'm like first thirty I'll minutes. I'll switch and I'm right just away, like, dude. I'll switch like, right away and try to find. But there might be better. nothing else. I know, like, and, yeah. then, and then I don't remember anything right. because I was asleep. Yeah, there's been some you bad know? ones where I fall asleep through it, and I was like, oh my god, that was terrible. But I'll be honest, like in this last month or so, we've had some great documentaries. Been- and I'm gonna say this is like Operation Odessa is probably now in my top five favorite documentaries. It's just the characters. It was dude. Fucking. It's because great. those guys, fucking are, the great. real story is so like movie unbelievable. Holy shit. These fucking guys, some guy named Tarzan and the mean, fucking speedboats. The, the, mo- the, the movie, the movie is so good that I strongly recommend that if you're a true crime person to just stop fucking listening to this show right now, get on Netflix and watch. Cause we're going to spoil the fuck out of it. Yeah. And if you watch it, it's going to blow your fucking mind. They and might it's really well done. Though, you might already know about it, yeah. et cetera, but, but I don't know how you would know about it unless you already watched this movie. Cause there isn't shit. Every article I found online was based off was of simply someone reviewing the documentary yeah. and it originally came yeah. out on Showtime. Now it's on Netflix. Um, but it's really mm-hmm. good documentary. And I mentioned it in our last episode, like as I was watching it, I just constantly was like, this is an installment of grand theft auto. Yeah. Like every grand theft auto, for those of you who haven't played them, you have three characters and three story arcs. And it's like, there's a kid from the ghetto. There's an Italian mobster. There's some, there are three totally different criminals yeah. that end up in the same storyline and maybe friend each other. And you do different quests on each of them. And it's like, when I was watching this, like eventually it becomes the story of the Russian mobster named Tarzan the grifter and car and boat guy from Miami. Um, uh, I'm drawing a blank on J- his name. It says J. I was using. I can't think of either. Um, and then the the guy from the Cali cartel, who's the fucking Tony. super evil cartel guy. Yeah. And it's like three totally different criminals, three totally different paths that come together to do the most ridiculous, epic, crazy yeah. shit together. It's so fucking badass, this fucking story. That fool impersonates Pablo Escobar to some fucking Russian yeah. dudes that can kill him. Like the crazy shit that they pull off is just dude, so amazing. Ridiculous. I love how much they love each other too. Oh though. yeah. Even like that dude is a killer and yeah. fucking tarzan shows up and he's like i fuck this guy's trouble he's like in two minutes i was laughing my ass off yeah. and i never wanted him to leave right he's like i love right. this fucking guy right. and then no. they sort of like rat on each other and like all kinds of crazy shit happens but you could tell like even though they're in different parts of the world like they still fucking love each other and miss each other and miss uh, each other. yeah yeah it's fucking crazy so the um there was a part on a wiretap um, during the documentary where um, fucking Tarzan says to Tony, he's like, they're getting off the phone. I was, I was like, this is no, fucking I think I know what you're talking about. He's like, he goes, he goes, okay, yeah, no, this is serious shit. He's like, okay, okay, I love you. I love you. And like hangs up and the guy's like, okay, okay, me, me too. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> this dude has killed fucking people. Yeah. cut throats yeah. and shit. Yeah, right. and, the, and they're like both crazy. And he's like, no, I love you, man. I love you. He's like, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, me too. Me too. Okay, bye. <laughs> I was like, he says, right then, it's, me too. I was like, oh, that's so funny, it's, dude. It's one of those things though. Like it's rare that you find somebody 
even though you're so different, it's rare that you find somebody that you're so similar to, you know and what I, I mean? Like, and I think that's where that's I think where another, comes in I at. think another thing is they're three, like they're three criminals who come from three entirely different criminal backgrounds, yeah. cultures, and mobs. And I think that somehow bonded them closer. Like, yeah. like the guy from the Cali cartel doesn't trust anybody else in the Cali cartel. Cause they're all trying to climb up and fucking backstab right. him and whatever. Yeah. But I've done all these successful deals with this guy. He gains nothing from give fucking fuck. me over. Yeah. Stepping on toes. Like, no, yeah. there's exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So I think that's part of what leads yeah, to yeah. the bond that they have. But, um, that makes sense. So there was a Wikipedia on Tarzan, whose real name is Leonid Feinberg, and it has practically no information. It was like two paragraphs. So he's from Ukraine. He was born in Odessa um, uh, and he leaves the Soviet Union in the 1980s for Israel. Um, Once he gets to Israel, he moves to the United States uh, with the fall of the Soviet Union. And um, he wanted to move to the United States because he basically realized that's where dreams come true. Right. Like I want to go there because I want to make something of myself and that's the place to do it. Um, so he goes to Brighton beach in Brooklyn in 1980. And he says that the, he basically realizes the best way for me to make use of the land of opportunity is to become an enforcer for the Gambino crime family. Yeah. Well, and it's crazy because sure. I mean, none of them, they weren't in jail. Like they're all just talking about all this crazy shit that they did. So matters of fact and openly. Well, two of them ended up with pleas that got them off. So they're allowed to talk their, about so they're it. They're allowed yeah. to talk about it. And then one of them was on and props to the fucking director, by the way, because he had to find motherfuckers who are in hiding Dude. from cartels that have million dollar hits on their head. That scene. And he got to fucking sit down and interview these guys extendedly and it's like that That, had to be sketchy as fuck that scene made me like so happy when it was like they're going back and forth between two guys the guy that sells the boats i can't think of his fucking name it's gonna be in your notes somewhere but the guy that sells the boats and then tarzan are going back and forth and they're almeida juan almeida Juan. i knew it started jay so then they uh they're talking to the law enforcement they're like do you think you could talk that tony would talk to us law enforcement's like no way in hell no way that guy's talking because they've been chasing him. He's been on the fucking yeah. lamb on the run. They yeah. can't fucking find him. He's got 20 passports. They don't know where the fuck he's at. And then they talk to Juan. He's like, not in a million years. And then they ask Tarzan. He's like, no, no way he's going to talk to you. There's no way. And then it just goes fade to black, fade back in somewhere in Africa. And it just shows him <laughs> on a plane and a fucking thing's all cut, take two. And they back out and they start talking to him. And the, they were like, he's a very serious man. He's a very dangerous man. There's no way he's going to fucking talk to you. And your first impression of this motherfucker, he is just suave as fuck with sunglasses on, yeah. sitting there drinking like a fucking espresso coffee on a fucking private jet somewhere in Africa. Everyone's trying to get him. And they ask him the first fucking question they ask ask him he's quiet as fuck and he's like you're a curious motherfucker aren't you he's like how about we don't talk about that shit like right away it was like oof like oh fuck don't kill me the first question they ask him he shuts it down and says let's don't talk about that but then the rest of the time he is cool as fuck. Like you oh, want to yeah, be his dude. friend. He, you yeah, want to hang is. out with us. He's funny as fuck. He's just you're like no way is that guy. And if a you think we say fuck a lot, watch oh. this guy's interviews, dude. That it's guy awesome. says this motherfucker tell me the fucking thing that I'm gonna give him the fucking money. I tell him the fucking summary is coming. We got no fucking time. We gotta fucking do this, man. Like he sounds almost just like that, dude. Yeah. Like and it, even with all the crazy the shit classic. they're doing. Like at at one point in when he's being interviewed. And he's talking about them dealing with shit in Russia. He's he's realizing how over their heads every these other two are. And like he comments that um, Almeida and Tarzan like they're they're the good guys. 
Like Almeida and Tarzan are good guys. Yeah, they're nice like, guys. They, they're nice yeah. guys. That's what he said. They're nice guys. Like they and he said like they couldn't sit in a room with the people I talked to for five minutes without needing a box of Kleenex. Yeah, <laughs> he was or like, toilet paper or something because yeah. he fucking deal like and every he would always just say. Then the people I talk to, the people I deal with, the people I talk to, that's all he would say is the people I talk to. And he was like, these guys couldn't handle the people I talk to because the people I talk to will cut your fucking throat and Mm. Tarzan won't, you know, like just for looking at you sideways. But yeah, Yeah. you easily got the sense and the entire story backs it up that this is a murderous motherfucker. Yeah, They chose their words carefully when they were asking about Tony, even though that's like their best fucking friend. They were like, because he's... A very serious man. They're like, and he will deal with you if he has to. He said, if you did something to wrong him, he has no choice. He has to do it because if word ever got out that you did something to cross him and he didn't take care of you, then he loses the respect. He's like, so, and he even says, like, people gotta go, people gotta go. Like, he's like, sometimes you know how it works. This is how it works. That is the best Robert De Niro. Are you you talking to me? Yeah. Yeah, You're talking to me. That's That's like the best impression. That's the first time you actually got that correct. Like, that that is Robert De Niro. Yeah. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Al Pacino. Pacino. (laughs) It is Al Pacino. My bad. (laughs) Al Pacino. So, so he goes to so Tarzan and the the film and most of the story tends to use Tarzan as the focal point, um, but he goes to um, at least to a again it was why I was like oh this is just like Grand Theft Auto you start and you're playing Tarzan yeah and then eventually you get introduced to Juan and the game cuts to Juan's storyline and now you're playing Juan Almeida stealing boats from mobsters and yeah it's like you know but you start this the story begins with Tarzan. Um, he ends up there and he's a, an enforcer for the Gambino crime family. And I guess his thing was um, arson. And he said, and he, lo- he laughs about it and talks about it in the documentary, but he's like, you know, people, people wonder what the best way is to, to uh, destroy someone's place of work. And in the United he States, said it's not fire though. No, he said, it's not fire. It's the firemen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He said that all you have to do is light a small fire. And he said the firemen come in, drench the entire place, break, break all, all the windows, windows yeah, destroy the furniture, yeah. <laughs> fill it Axe with foam. It. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's up. like, all I have to do is light a small fire and the firemen completely destroy. Yeah. Like they ruin everything in the building worth any value. Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy hysterical. because as I watched that six hours prior, yeah. like, they just destroyed like a local business uh, yeah. with just the water alone. Oh, They're yeah. like, well, that building didn't catch on fire, but this local restaurant got ruined by yeah. a super fucking sad but yeah. I, it was like i was like that he's fucking right dude, yeah, dude. you got to put up this fire they're just gonna fucking hose everything down with chemicals <laughs> yeah. it's all water damage yep start breaking windows yep. to get the right airflow like all kinds of shit you know you know it's creepy about that on the fucking conspiracy tip tina marie's wasn't following the local ordinances for shutting down all of a sudden <laughs> she jumped through every delivered him a message yeah yeah yeah. I, I don't I mean she followed every rule up until I don't know that that's the case. Uh-huh. They're super good people. That's a super sad situation. There's a Facebook group really where downtown people, community. What no, there was a Facebook group basically where people were going on and saying like, "Hey, these businesses are still open to eat inside even though you're not supposed to." Right. They're ratting guess, them out or saying no, no, you no, can no, go here. No, 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 you can go here, but I guess the local ordinances, whoever that may be, code or whatever, building code, saw it and shit on. We're going in and then fucking doing shit about it off of those posts. Right. And then all of a sudden, fucking, you know, a little fire 
ruin the business. I'll you fucking know? burn down City Hall. <laughs> yeah. I used to eat breakfast. That's where I ate breakfast, yeah. man. No, that shit's that's good, good people. Yeah. And they had tents out on there. They went through all that yeah. shit, yeah, man. man. It's probably just the flip-flop back and forth. Maybe they were like the fuck overlap it. of like, yeah. fuck, I'm not setting the tents back up, you motherfuckers. Yeah. Next week, you tell me take them down. Yeah. Right. So um, he does this for quite a while, and he just said, you know, I made a lot of money doing this. And um, at one point, he worked closely with a partner, and his partner was Well, he murdered. was setting the fires for the mob, For the right? mob, yeah. yeah. Basically, like, someone wasn't, you know, you owe us money. Breaking furniture. You know, we're yeah, breaking, yeah. breaking, breaking, breaking legs. Like, oh, you know, the broken knee didn't fucking make you give him the money. I'm yeah. going to burn your fucking business down, yeah. you know. Um, so he was getting Sucks paid for, for those jobs, yeah. mob, you know, real mob money. And his partner turns up murdered. And he said he has no idea who did it. He has no idea why it was done, but he re- but it sent him a message. He was like, I'm doing the same exact thing that he's doing. Could have been me. I'm out of here. Yeah. He so, takes off to Miami. Yep. So he bounces, he heads to Miami, and he's got enough money that he knows he wants to open a, a strip club, like a topless gentleman's mm-hmm. club. And he said like Porky's was filmed there or something. No, like, no, that's why they it was his Porky's. favorite movie. It's his favorite movie, but he said, and it was filmed at the something. He said it was filmed in Miami or something. I don't think it was that because it was in a, like Porkins is out in a swamp in the movie. I think, I think what he was saying was anytime anyone mentions Porky's in Florida, they come and they film. But he said some shit where he was like, yeah, it didn't um, make any sense. He's like, when you look at the, you want to see the Porky's, you look at my club, you see the Porky's. He's like, there it is. He's like, because it was filmed there or something. I don't know. That's, I got the impression. Unless like Porky's three. I mean, that wouldn't make any sense. He named it there because it was his favorite movie. It says Porky's 1982 film offered a comedic portrayal of a group of teenage boys coming up in South Florida. Mm, There you go. But it's out in the swamp. Like yeah, but it was showed in the documentary. Some old swamp. Maybe it was because it was filmed in Florida and he's in Miami, Florida. I mean, maybe. I mean, that's or maybe enough. they filmed the. I mean, maybe they used that club Miami. to film the yeah. inside of the Porky's. Oh, maybe instead of a set, yeah. maybe they fill because when you see the film and they even show it in the documentary, Porky's is like some old fucking swamp place out in the middle of nowhere outside of town. It's not this in the middle of downtown Miami. So unless they filmed inside of that club to film Porky's to be the strip club in the movie. Um, then I don't know what the fuck he was talking about because I didn't get that when he said it either. Yeah, it was it was confusing. Yeah. So, but yeah, he names it after Porky's, which is just a class move. But then again, his name is fucking Tarzan, and I understand why because in those pictures of him in the fucking early eighties, he's chested got pure fucking Tarzan hair, yeah, crazy long hair. Fucking, some funny ass pictures oh, of him, dude, crazy. Um, so he opens up this place, and again, just to tell you where he's at and who he hangs out with and how he's already made his money, even though he's barely getting fucking started. Um, the mob, the, the New York mob sends fat Tony Galliota down to Florida. Cause they're like, you have to find out how, like Tarzan just opened a club. How can we make money off of his club? Right. So they send fat Tony down and they're like, you know, work at the club, be the bartender, be the bouncer, whatever, but figure out what, what can we do? Can we sell drugs out of the bathroom? Like, what are we doing and to make said, money? He said, I didn't want someone to help run me. He's like, but he knows how to run the club. Right. And so then he's like, yeah. And he brought his wife and his wife was a bartender. Yeah. And like they classed it up and their example of classing it up was, <laughs> listen to this, Brad. So they had this, fuck, they would have famous porn stars show up for 
for exclusive featured nights. So like Saturday night, it's going to be fucking Chasey Lane. Mm -hmm. And then they had a remote control car with a dildo on stage and they would hand the remote control to the audience so that you could sit at the front of the stage. Like if you yeah. paid a certain amount of money. You had money, to pay $5. Yeah, you yeah, paid yeah. for five bucks. You could fucking drive the dildo at her, at her oh, fucking yeah. spread eagle. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's hilarious. Now, that I was, was what was Tony said was classing up the yeah, joint. Dunk, oh, yeah. Dunk. Yeah. When I, I looked it up, look it up. said Florida's sleaziest fucking strip joint. Yeah. Said. yeah. And Hardly. most profitable. But I guess it was, yeah. Like, no, they said know. it was through the roof. I was trying, yeah, I was trying to see what, what was filmed there, if it was, but I couldn't find yeah, it. Yeah, right. I tried to look it up. There's too much of the, the documentary on there. So the Russian mob that's in Miami realizes that the guy who owns Porky's is from the Ukraine and they start to sit like all the Russian mobsters just start to gravitate towards Porky's because of it's not like they knew him in advance because he right. wasn't a Russian mobster, but they all start immediately. But he works for the Gambinos. There. He works for the so. Gambinos. So <laughs> he he. He becomes like the hotbed for the Russian mob. So all of a sudden, even like Fat Tony and his wife are like, there were hundreds of like high ranking Russian mobsters coming to the club every single night. Like it was the place to go. And they have money. And they had money. And eventually, I mean, when you run the club where all the Russian mobsters go, you start to become the fucking guy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like when one Russian mobster needs a fucking gun, like, oh, I can get you a gun. I know I the know guy who's guy. got guns, yeah. you know. So he becomes you know more than just a guy that runs the club. He becomes the point man yeah. for they said everything from getting weapons to sanctioning murders to getting drug deals to prostitution rings. Like Tarzan was the go to guy to help set it all up for the Russian mob. Because he knew this guy knows Florida. this guy. Exactly. Dude. Sort of by accident, yeah. really, though. Yeah. Just because of the acquaintance yeah you, yeah, yeah. you, you knew the guy yeah. right yeah yeah, yeah how yeah. are you not going to make the connection yeah. and you're going to get a cut for every yeah. single fucking i know thing. tarzan yeah. knows somebody right i'm gonna so ask, I'm gonna ask him. tarzan yeah um and then the side effect of course was it becomes one of the most dangerous nightclubs in miami there's murders there all the time people are getting fucking shot um he said that he had to have a tarzan said he had to have a, co a cowboy mentality and he kept a glock tucked in his belt and he kept a colt 38 revolver in mm -hmm. his sock yeah um and he was just ready to fucking go at any given time um but that's just the fucking life he led yeah. you know he said he was a cowboy yeah. right so at one point um he finally meets uh, Juan Almeida and Almeida is totally different type of criminal. He's a grifter. He's a con man. And he's uh, his big thing is he can get you like he was able to get cars that were illegal in America. Is he actually, was he were, like a, he's a car. Was he actually a he car sold, dealer or was he just he like sold a boats? And, he I sold think, boats and yeah. high end did he have like cars. a? Did he have like a place though? Like, yeah, it was a place. He, okay. Yeah, like so, he, crazy so he actually had a business. They even show photos of his warehouse, and it's fucking ridiculous. Uh, okay. yeah. So he had a business, but yeah. it wasn't. Yes. Yeah. So oh, he had a. Well, no, he had a. Well, legit he had a legit business, business yeah. but then he had the knowledge. Yes. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. I think what happened is he, when uh, Tarzan got the money, he was like, "Oh, I want a Ferrari or something." He said, yeah. and, he, and, and someone said, "This is the guy." So they sent him. It wasn't someone. Who was it? Vanilla Ice. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vanilla Ice used to come to this club because it was Florida. And well, Vanilla Ice builds houses in Miami, right? Yeah, right. That's what he does with yeah. this fucking restoration. He was business. like, I need yeah. a Ferrari, Vanilla Ice, because you're driving one. And he's like, I got a guy, Juan yeah. Almeida, and that was his guy. So he goes how... over there. But this guy sells like crazy speedboats and shit, and he would sell speedboats to the drug traffickers because he sold these big ass crazy boats that could go like fucking fast, super fast, yeah. and to the point that he would talk them into getting boats that had fucking turbines on them, like fucking yeah. jet engines and shit. And he was like, you buy the boats for me. I don't want to know what you're doing with them. Cause 
that's I'm not a cop. I just you, I don't boats. need to know. I'll sell you a fast boat, two million dollars. Like and to and make then, yeah. to make matters worse, he kind of acted as a bit of a pawn shop for for mobsters, yeah. be they Italian or Russian, who knew they were getting busted. It's like we know a subpoena is coming out. I'm going to get arrested. You need to take possession of he these cars and he these would go boats. recover all their assets. And he would recover all their assets, specifically cars and boats, and then he would sell them. And then when the mobsters got out, they were like, yo, where's my boat? And he was like, they seized it, man. But I can sell you another boat, like dirt <laughs> cheap. And then he would sell them some other mobsters fucking oh boat that he God. would then tell the other mobster got seized by the feds. And they came and seized it, man. <laughs> oh, wow. That's ballsy. Fuck well, yes, he is. just had the gift of gab. Like, he's yeah. just a very, like when you hear later the Pablo yeah, Escobar yeah, yeah. Russian scheme thing, like that's fucking crazy. And even like, like the DEA guys and stuff were like, you wouldn't believe it. Like they go in there ready to murder this guy because he he stole their boat and they would leave having bought a more expensive boat from yeah, him. You didn't want that boat anyway. <laughs> I have a better one. Yeah, look Jesus at this boat. Christ. Yeah. Tarzan says uh, yacht at some point. He says, you want to get a yachi? You get the yachi. <laughs> yachi. If I want a yachi, I get a yachi. And I was like, yeah. oh my my God, that's funny. That's what so, my daughter said. The redneck yachin, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the two of them team up, and um, he, uh, they basically because this is just the way their minds were, and I think it was mostly Almeida's idea. Like they watched the Soviet Union collapse, and he realizes everything in that country is for sale right now. There was no leadership, no clear leadership. It right. wasn't they could you could buy anything. Like that's fucking so yeah. crazy to think how unstable that was. The United States was probably But like, then fuck. also to be like this place is so unstable there's no leadership there's no nothing. Let's fly to Moscow right now and see what we can buy. Scary, yeah. Scary as fuck, dude. So he But flies. the amount of money they had based off what people made, they were just like kings. Like yeah. they they could have moved in and took Russia over oh, for sure. if they wanted yeah. to. If they if they tried. So they flew to uh they flew to Russia. Um, right after the collapse of the Soviet Union and um, after some motorcycles is what they wanted. Yeah, they wanted to look yeah. for motorcycles and they found out about a motorcycle company that w that had like all these motorcycles that they couldn't sell anywhere. Mm -hmm. And he was like, if I could get these motorcycles, I can fucking sell them. And they get them for like 200 bucks a piece or right. something crazy. But the, the crazy part of the story is they fly to Moscow. They realize that the motorcycle company is 100 miles outside of Moscow. And they're like, we don't want to fucking drive. What are we going to do? And they were like, well, when we flew in, there were all these fucking helicopters everywhere. Let's find out how much it would cost to rent a helicopter. And and they call that they just randomly call the airport and she says, let me make some calls and find out, but it's probably going to be too expensive. Yeah. She said, we don't and, usually rent the helicopters. Right. It's like, well, you have all these helicopters. Cause it takes three pilots. Yeah. It's a fucking mil. It's not, it's a military helicopter. Right. It's a giant military attack copter. Right. And they, she calls Tarzan back and says, um, yeah, I was right. It's going to be way too expensive. You're not going to want to do it. Um, in order for you to, to have it for the whole day and fly to this factory, it's going to cost you $500. And he says, you're right. It's really expensive, but we're prepared to pay for it. And he says, like, go ahead and do it. And then the other dude's like, fuck that. Let's get let's like get 10, 10 of those bitches. Yeah. He's like, that's like five grand. Let's just fucking fly in like yeah. and blow their mind. But they just take the the one helicopter. No, the, yeah. they kept using plural sounds on the helicopter. I don't helicopters. think they took 10. Though. I don't think they took 10, but they, I think they took couple. more than one. Yeah. yeah. So and then they, they fly to this town. And they have no idea where the factory is or whatever, so they just fucking land in like, the middle, like in the middle of a yeah, street. Like, he says, "How are we going to find it? We'll just, we'll just land and ask for directions." So they yeah. land in the town square. And his story about that, he's like, he's like, they the people run to us, and he's like, they run to us like the last time they seen the helicopter is like because they never seen the helicopter. Right? 
<laughs> he was like, you think a fucking UFO landed with the aliens coming out, people running to us to see us. He's, and he's like, hey, where do we go? And they're like, you just fly that way. He said, it's just like, no, like, it's fine. Just land in the middle of the city. He said a cop a came fuck, at yeah. some point. Yep. You saw that? Like yeah. when they finally land, the, a police officer shows up and he's like, he's got a fucking stick in a whistle. A fucking stick in. What's he going to do with a stick in a whistle? He's like, he's like, what do you want? Me? He's like, watch our helicopter. No, he, he, gives, he comes up and he's, yeah. he says, he says, where are you from? That's and right. he said, Moscow. And he said, like, as soon as I said Moscow, you could just see the look on the cop's face that was like, oh, fuck, you're from Moscow. Well, who would have like, $500? Yeah, who, has, who has, well, no, who's flew in on fucking Russian military helicopters? Right. Yeah. You just said you're from Moscow and you yeah. want to go to the factory and you just gave me an order to protect the helicopter. I'm going to protect the helicopter. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes. <laughs> exactly. It's like, fucking great. So, yeah, they get over there. They find all these fucking motorcycles that should sell for thousands of dollars. They buy them for $200 a pop. Um, they I think load up a giant fucking cargo yeah. plane. I think he said he spent two hundred and fifty thousand dollars on motorcycles. Jesus crazy, Christ. yeah, for two thousand dollars for two hundred dollars a pop. That's um, a lot of motorcycles. Yeah. Well, he used to do crazy shit. Well, like he said that he sold them for. He ended up turning two hundred and fifty thousand yeah, dollars around. Millions. He sold them for three million dollars in Colombia. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, and he used to sell Colombians like crazy cars before they're out on the market because he would just fucking fly. They'd be like, "Yeah, we want. How much are they?" And like he would give them some crazy fucking price, yeah. and they're like, "Sure, get them." And he would just fucking fly to europe buy all those fucking cars and take them to columbia yeah. and they'd have 50 of these fucking cars that aren't even on the market yet yeah. Yeah. so he had that kind of connection before he's going to russia and yeah. he is 100 he is 98 percent paul Heyman. who's paul Heyman from the huh. wwe yeah. like he looks like paul Heyman. his haircut is paul Heyman. Yeah. the clothes he wears looks like paul Heyman. he's just not as he's just not as charismatic as paul Heyman. Yeah. but uh, every time he came up i was like oh fucking what's paul and then i was disappointed because it wasn't paul Heyman because <laughs> the delivery wasn't good enough yeah. you know um maybe he's just tired yeah um so they end up getting back, you know, these are the, ty- and uh, keep in mind, that's one of a hundred schemes. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's just one that's they told one. to the director, but they get back. Um, and I, I didn't catch all of the information, but so some heroin dealer who goes on the run and gets arrested by Interpol in Belarus gets flipped by the by the American DEA and he comes back to work with Tarzan to open a restaurant and the DEA gives him, I forget the guy's name. I could never understand what it was when they said it, but he get the DEA gives him $70,000 to take to Tarzan to build this restaurant called Babushka in Miami. Of course. Yeah. So they, did you catch? I don't, yeah, you're saying that. That's I, I watched it twice. I don't remember this. Cause it was, it was, fairly brief section. Is it the guy that had the shaved head that they said he'd kill you with his bare hands? Is it that guy? I think that was the guy. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only part I remember that the guy would kill you with his fucking bare hands. Right. That he was like the scariest of scary. Yeah. Yeah. And he ends up coming back. He gives him the money and Tarzan's like, fuck yes. They open this restaurant and then this guy, whatever the fuck his name was, was um, always in a tux. He acted as the maitre d' and he would see all the Russian mobsters, all the fucking criminals, wherever. And like he had photos all over the restaurant of him with important people. So he would walk up to everyone's table and just schmooze everyone, smile, hug them. They would take a picture. They would all get a copy of the picture. Right. They'd put a picture on the wall and then he would take a picture to the DEA. Oh, so fuck. like this guy, <clears throat> um, this guy gave... Tarzan as a gift the the 
sort of early version of a fucking international cell phone. Oh, that guy. Okay, um, yeah, yeah. And this is how the DEA was able to listen to all of their phone calls. Right. He got them access. That's the guy into, they put the, the weird disguise on when they were doing the interviews and they had this obscured his identity. Yeah. In yeah the interviews. Yeah. yeah. And he Which ended is up old because he's still fuck, in yeah. active investigations. Yeah. I was like, what'd they do? Put a big nose on him and some eyebrows. Yeah, like he dude. looks normal. It doesn't I look really know. hidden, but he must look vastly different right, from that. Right. They end up, uh, because of his access to the restaurant, they find out which booths do the high rollers and the big Russian mobsters sit in. And he's like, oh, these booths. So they go in at night, the the feds do, and they plant microphones at, at all the tables uh, where the big uh, mobsters are going to meet. So this guy becomes like a huge fucking informant for the DEA in Miami when cocaine is king. Like, yeah. I can't imagine the arrests and the information that they got from this restaurant and from this guy by rescuing him from a fucking horrible belarus jail yeah they were like you know? if you were a cop in miami at that time and you couldn't build some kind of fucking drug case you need to change fucking jobs because right. like it was everywhere right and th when they finally got these wiretaps up with him it was when the federal agencies suddenly realized oh fuck they know tony yester mm -hmm. which is the the cali cartel guy he looked mean and scary back fuck, then yeah, yeah he looked mean and scary the whole time he was more refined though he was more like <laughs> <laughs> he, he was so funny though he was like the doseki's guy you know he I mean? was yeah. funny yeah you just needed to remember like this guy's nice as fuck but do he not wrong fuck. him like no, do not cross dude. this motherfucker because yeah. he has to kill you and he doesn't mind doing yeah, it i don't want to do it but i have to <laughs> yeah so he was um, a member of Escobar's uh, Medellin cartel, and mm -hmm. then he became a member of the Cali cartel. Um, he had he had a reputation in the cartel of being quote a really bad guy. Yeah, in so the, even in the cartel, <laughs> yeah, dude. So um, <laughs> they kind of made him leave the cartel. They're like, okay. Like Tony, yeah, you got, you're, you gotta, little, yeah, you're on, on your own dude. level come here, on, dude. Man. Like you're, you're just, you're really fucking up here. They uh, can't kill everybody. There was an entire people. episode of America's Most Wanted dedicated just to him. Like the entire oh, nice. hour yeah. was dedicated to this fucking guy. Um, he had 41 passports, um, and uh, yeah, he said that he didn't like to kill, but sometimes that's nice. how it works. Yeah. Yeah. They asked him, yeah. say, how many identities you have? He's like, I can't even count that high. Like I don't even know. Like. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that guy, you love him. You fucking can't help you but love that guy. You can't help it, dude. And you know yeah. he's a murderous fucking... Uh, yeah. He's just like the worst. The other thing and, is, though, like who... The other the the reason it's kind of easy to like the guy... He's only for, murdering bad guys. He's Yeah, he's killing. He's not killing women and children for no reason. You know what Maybe. I mean? He might, he might, he might he be might, killing someone's family. He's I probably mean, killing women and children for a reason. For a reason, yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> I mean, you know... shut somebody up. Yeah. You know, yeah. No, I mean, he's probably killing... You know, some guy fucking crossed him and he fucking went and killed him, you know? like, But he's a bad guy, too. Right. You know what I mean? It's other guys like these guys that he's running with, you know? Right. Right. And he's, so, according to his story, he got, he, I didn't really know what it was. They talked about some big boat thing where a bunch of people were put on boats to escape a country that was collapsing. I didn't really see exactly what here, was yeah. happening, but that's, that's how he got, that's how he got to America. Yeah. And yeah, he okay. said he, when he got here, he saw everyone's clothes and the way they're living. And he was like, oh my God, he said he wanted to be the director of his own movie. Yeah. He said that life. he was, he yeah. was an act. He said he was a character in a movie that he didn't like. And he said at first he wanted to become a more important character, and then he decided that he wanted to be the director. Yeah. So he bought a 357, <laughs> and a year later had a million dollars in cash from cocaine sales. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck. I don't see why we can't. That do was that. a hard year, dude. Yeah. That was a year of some unscrupulous shit. Yeah.
it's kind of wild though. Like when you see them doing like the Russia thing and the meeting thing, it's like no different than any business thing that I navigate. Mm-hmm. It's just the consequences are so much greater. Right. Well, it's, it's your life. life. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like they're doing it and they're pulling this shit off and they're selling that and doing this. And you're the, like, man. The one thing that he has that's different than you or I is that he didn't have anything to live for. Right. It's, right. it's, it's do he or came, die at that point. He came from nothing. And, yeah. yeah you, like, you don't have anything to any, go back to. Right. You don't have better. anything to fall back on. Like we have something to lose. You know what I mean? In, in a sense. I mean, at some point you start to have things to lose though, as you're doing better, you're like, fuck. Well, yeah, but then you got to go harder. You know what I mean? At that point, you know, then you got to go harder. It it just is what it is. So that's what I've always said. Like, don't, don't, don't ever leave me with anything or or with nothing. You know what I mean? Because if I don't have anything, I don't have, you know what I mean? There's no telling what I'll do Right, right. at that point, you know? So, um, because, and that's with anybody. Anybody, you you have a normal guy, yeah, dude. It's a different, and then story. you take away everything from them, and they turn into something totally yeah, different, dude. you know. Yep. So, yep. And that's that's the case with this guy. He didn't yeah. have. Anything. He got there with nothing. nothing. Came off a boat with nothing. He has nothing bought to a lose, pistol and became a nothing to lose to walk into somewhere and be yeah. like, "I'll fucking kill every one of you. <clears throat> Give me your shit." Right, right. So he um, ends up connecting, um, because he's already buying like through Russia for the cartel. He's already facilitating um, vehicle acquisitions, all kinds of crazy shit for the, for the cartels and um, (coughs) symptoms. I know he uh, ends up getting a thing set up where the, they're going to buy two Russian Karmov helicopters, um, twin rotors, uh, for drug kingpins. Those right. things are gnarly. It said they could carry like five tons, 200 miles. I was like, Jesus Christ. What I don't understand is it must have to do with the the weight or something. Why does helicopters always carry everything like 100 feet below them? Like, how come it's not cinched up a little closer to the Probably, helicopter? Yeah, just for balance. For Maybe you can or something? cut it if you need to. It's like, because then you got to pull it higher. And it's like, it's gonna, it's every movie ever. It's going to fucking hit the cliff bottom and spin right. off and some dude's hanging I off the net. Know. It's like, just pull that, cinch that thing up a little bit. Why has it got to be Dangerfield down there? I'm sure there's a reason. There must be. Yeah. So, um, so Tarzan goes to St. Petersburg and is buying the choppers. And the Russians who he's dealing with won't let him leave. And he's like, fuck. Like, yeah, I got confused fuck? as to why they were like, like, you can't take off with these planes without our permission or something. Like, I thought they bought the choppers. You know, <clears throat> they I did. Yeah. But I, then they couldn't. But you still can't legally leave with these. We have to. Because keep in mind, he's dealing with the Russian government. What? Yeah you know, what exists in the collapse of the Soviet union. Like he's dealing with Russian officials and you can't legally leave with these choppers. When Tony explained that part where he said, like where the, the dudes are fucking, he's like, these giant guys, he's like, they look like fucking gorillas. He's like with gold chains on. He's like, it was scary as fuck. And and he said all of a sudden, like five fucking Jeeps pulled up with five guys in every Jeep and everyone had a machine gun. And he was like, Oh fuck. You know, they, they (laughs) they rolled up on him. Right. So, so he or Tarzan, um, was Tarzan, Tarzan yeah. yeah. So they hold him and they allow him to call back and he calls and he talks to Almeida who looks passingly like Pablo Escobar. 
Well, first they said, you need to give us money. He's like, I can't give you money. I'll give you cocaine. And he said, I didn't have any cocaine. He's like, I just needed to tell them something. Yeah. Why the fucking kill me? And he's like, yeah, you know who Pablo Escobar is? And it's like, well, you know Pablo Escobar? He's like, yeah, I work with him, man. He's my friend. Like, we work together. And, and, fucking this, and they're like, what? He's like, I'll make a phone call. And so he fucking calls Juan. And he's like, yo. Pablo. He's hey, Pablo. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He Pablo. Said, Pablo, we got a problem. He's like, I need you here tomorrow. And so then um, he kind of gives him what it is and tells him what's up somehow in front of them and then that fucking dude packs his shit gets on a plane and heads over fucking dressed and fucking shows up act yeah. like fucking pablo escobar they don't know obviously no. they never met him no you dude. Know pablo? exactly yeah and he does kind of look like him he's a little bit he looks a little bit like yeah but if you're passable. if you've never met pablo escobar right. and you don't know what he but he looks didn't have like. an accent at all that and this is pre-internet yeah this yeah. is you know this is I mean? they're not watching the documentary right. on pablo escobar you right. know so he said when he walked into the room, it was like this crazy boardroom, and he said fucking Tarzan was sad in the corner like a fucking limp biscuit. He said he looked deflated <laughs> like a balloon. Yeah. And so they're going to fucking kill him. He yes, came up they to were. hug him, and he came up to hug him, and he's like, act tough, act tough. And he said, you have to act tough. <clears throat> and so he hugged him, and so uh, Juan said he went into fucking Escobar mode. He was like, how would he fucking act? And so they start talking to him, and they're like, hey, look, we understand that you need these helicopters to transport your stuff. We're not trying to hold your guy. We're not trying to keep your helicopters. We want to work with you. And he's like, so this is the whole reason yeah. they held Tarzan. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because they wanted him to, yeah, yeah. to, he wanted, they wanted, they wanted him to a be connection. The, right. He said, yeah. I can get you cocaine. He said, all right, then bring him. So they, they think Pablo Escobar just flew all the way here to meet them, to start giving them cocaine and setting up the deal. And so he's like, okay, well, what do you got? And they're like, we'll take like 50 kilos. And he was like, He's like, are you joking? He's like, tell it's not me, even worth my tell time. me exactly, you didn't bring dude. me all the way to fucking <clears throat> Moscow for 50 kilos. He's like, are you kidding me right now? He's like, tell me. He's like, throws hardball against him. Yeah. And he's like, it takes me the same time to process 50 that does 2,500. Like, or it's not 5,000. 5, it's not worth my time. Like, it's not worth my time. He's like, and I don't know how he pulls this shit out of his ass. He's like, I'll tell you what. He's like, you give me a safe house. We'll move three guys in there and you can pay as needed. He's like, you know, that way you don't have to buy 2,500, 5,000. You give me a safe house and I'll supply that house. And as you need them, you pay. And they were like, like that fucking like yes, <laughs> this is, yeah, 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 yeah exactly, start doing the fucking dude. Russian dance and then they on the fucking, table. Yeah, they shake hands and they're like Pablo Escobar, fuck yeah, and they fucking party with them, dude. Yeah, and they think yeah. he's Pablo Escobar and they start up. I can see Guy Ritchie. And then I they, see Guy Ritchie directing for this movie sure, dude. Fucking. And then they they don't just fly the helicopters out; they take a giant ass Russian military airplane that will hold the two helicopters <laughs> and fly it <laughs> to Colombia and, and drop them off and. Uh, uh, Tony's there mm -hmm. when the heli when the plane lands. He's probably said like, that Fuck he, yeah. he said that the fucking nose opened up of this fucking cargo plane and these helicopters came out. And he said that it was he at first he said it was the talk of Colombia and then he said no fuck that it was the talk of the criminal underground. Nice, like what those two pulled off was fucking epic well, and on that's a how scale you get the knowing, respect from that guy yes, this dude. fucking crazy motherfucker that's the most ruthless ruthless known fucking criminal and then fucking like he's just like yeah these guys fucking these are my friends yeah <laughs> <laughs> that, that story when tony tells when he met tarzan is just so good dude it's just so good he fucking like immediately loves him but then he has the same story about one well, at first, first he was like fuck that guy he's like this who, you he what's one bringing me this big russian bear calls himself like he's tarzan. just a big stu look at him he's a big fucking he's trouble beef he's just trouble and he said two minutes later i liked him three minutes after that i loved him and then 30 minutes later i never wanted him to leave columbia yeah. So they're just laughing and laughing and they're just like best friends. That's Fuck. funny. So then the plan becomes um uh 
Tony goes back to the people he talks to <laughs> and they say, hey, Tony, you've got these crazy motherfuckers that brought us those helicopters. Can you get us a military submarine? And he's like, yeah. That story, too, though, like when fucking Tarzan Even says, that, yeah. he calls his buddy You're gonna waste my time with Mishka one? or something. He calls his buddy Well, Mishka. even before that, though. So Tony, though, talking says, to yes. the cartel guy, says, yes. They say, how much? He says, I have no idea, but I know from dealing with Almeida to always just say a really high number because you can always adjust the number down, but you can never adjust it back high. Yeah, yeah. So he says, I can get 50. you 50 million. He said 50, and they said 50 what? And he said 50 million. And they acted all offended and they were like, $50 million, you're crazy. Like, that's way too much money. And he was like, you're going to move 4,000 tons uh, or something. 4,000. It was 4,000 tons. 4,000 or 40,000 kilos or something. It sounded like that. It ended up, he basically, they crunched the numbers. They were shy 10 million of just paying it off the first 40 tons. It would haul 40 tons of cocaine. Okay, yeah. And he said, that's $40 million on the first trip. On one trip. Yeah, he's like, don't act like fifty million is a bad deal. And then they're like, oh yeah, good deal, do that. (laughs) (laughs) So then he calls Juan and says, level with me. Like, what can we really get this for? So then, but Tarzan, two million. Tarzan, (laughs) but Tarzan calls this guy. He's like, hey, this is gonna sound like a a crazy question. He's like, it's a weird question, but can we get a used military submarine? And he's like, I'll call you back. And two days, two days later, he calls back. He said. Uh, did you want it with or without missiles? <laughs> <laughs> well, with, of course. Yeah. So he ends up, Tony ends up talking to those people he talks to. Yeah. And they end up saying, give us a square number. Like, what's the real number? Yeah. And he said, $30 million plus $5 million in expenses. And they're like, okay, done. Like, completely done. So now Tony and Tarzan and deal. Almeida fly to Moscow. How much were the helicopters? They well, never said. They never said. Those were, Can't be that much, said. though. They might have said, but I don't remember. I yet. don't remember. Can't be thirty said. million. Man, these guys. No, are just no, no. The helicopters yeah. weren't crazy. Like that's a right. fucking submarine. You're yeah. talking about a submarine. So a little harder to get. They fly to Moscow and they show up and they're not really sure who, sure who they're going to meet with. And Tony's telling the story and he says that he starts tripping out because they meet a captain from the na- from the navy and he, Russians they, they don't get, give a fuck. They get in a bunch of cars. Um, that are filled with a bunch of guys with machine guns in Navy military outfits, and they drive to dinner where they go into a room of nothing but admirals. He said he had never seen so much gold and stars or something because everyone was Jesus just fucking Christ. decked out. It was like all the top level fucking brass the from guys, the fucking yeah. military yeah. because we're talking about $35 million. Like, fuck it, we'll sell one of our old diesel subs yeah, or dude. whatever. You know, they don't give a fuck. No one was I really in charge. How, how much. Uh I wonder how much they got out of the deal, though. I want to know how many people bought shit like that because, Fuck yeah, oh, dude. Been, yeah, because when they go to do it, they go in the fucking sauna and shit. Yeah, so they, that's the thing. Yeah, so yeah. they, they, at one point, they're after dinner or whatever. Or the next day, I think, um, Tony meets with Tarzan, and Tarzan says they're only going to do the deal. Like it's a thing here. We have to go to the sauna. Like it's like for one thing, everybody's vulnerable. Everybody's vul- like yeah. I kept thinking it's because we know you're not wearing a mic. Right. You know, well, that, that's what I mean. But, Everybody's vulnerable. But you, also, there's show no me way you can dick. hide anything. Also, show me your dick. But I think it that's was more. Yeah. Mm. I think it was more everybody's vulnerable because there is no microphone. 
There's no bug. There's no tap. These are the admirals of the Navy. There's no leader. Yeah. It's a free for all. I'm not worried about you tap it for who go fuck yourself. Yeah. Like who are you going to tell? tell? I'll go fucking tell them right now. Yeah. Like, fuck you. I'm selling this submarine. I'm the admiral. Like Russians have a very like strict thing of tradition like that too. Like my mom, Japanese, my mom worked uh, downtown at a daycare facility for like adult uh, handicapped people. And Mm -hmm. it was owned by Russians. Yeah. And when she went to interview for the job, like she'd worked at like lots of places being the director of memory care service and all this stuff. When she went to go work here, she sat down in the interview and her friend was the one that referred her like, Hey there, we have a position open. You'd be perfect for. And so she goes over there and during the interview, he fucking poured vodka mm-hmm. after, like while talking to her and this and that. And he's like, okay, I think that uh, like we would like to hire you. Like when can you start or whatever? And like gave her vodka and she was going to be like, and the guy no, was behind you. her. He's like, like give Take her the, the head shake. Drink. Yes. Like you have to fucking drink yeah. the vodka. And she looked at him like, I have to drink the vodka. And so they were like, that's the Clink. test. Yeah. That's the test. Yeah. And right. they fucking had to like fucking puzzle They fucking drank vodka together at her fucking interview yeah. over here in Bakersfield. Right. Off fucking yeah. like 18th well, street, it's, it's right. street. New York getting our fucking beards done. Yeah. yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Have a drink, you know, right. with the owner. That the yeah. 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 Fucking it, it's, it's what it is, you know? So he, Tony refuses. He's like, fuck them. Fuck Asana. I'm not going in there fucking naked. Yeah. Like, this is fucking stupidest thing I've ever heard. Tarzan's like, you have to do this. The deal will not happen if you don't fucking Mm -hmm. do this shit. Tarzan comes out of the sauna and says, hey, Tony, can you... um, He said, they they offer me nuclear weapons. Can you sell nuclear weapons? Yeah. And he's like, go fuck yourself. Like we're all gonna get arrested by the CIA. Like this <laughs> yeah, is now so, it's getting fucking. This is like yeah. no, it's not just and a he submarine. Was like, we're no. not here for weapons. We're here for a yeah. fucking submarine. They're upselling him. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. He wasn't even trying to buy nukes, and they're trying to sell nukes. Yeah. That's what's scary. Somebody's got some nukes. Yeah. Yeah. You know I mean, someone yeah. bought those. They were trying. Yeah. To no. Sell they're. I mean, yes. Yeah. So when yes. Tarzan walks back, unless in James says, Bond stopped it, you yes. know, Tarzan walked back. Don't look. Tony's like. Think about it though, and they walked back in the. Yeah. <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> but then Tony eventually ends up going into the sauna yeah. because he realizes that. He well, has that's when you go to talk to like deal. somebody in Saudi Arabia or something. Oh, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, right. like now we need to make some new connections. Right. So they um, end up doing it, and they they end up uh, making the final deal. It's going to be thirty five million dollars. We'll be back here before too long with the money. And the pictures in the tour, mm. though, that was so good. Like, oh, yeah, I forgot about yeah. that. So they get to tour all these subs. He's like, he's like, can we go in this? He's like, so he's like, oh, this is on a secret Russian submarine. The way he worded it, he was like, the base. He's like, this is on a secret Russian submarine base that no one uh, can get to or whatever. Even so Navy officers. He's like, can't Navy get on officers don't, can't get there without clearance. He's like, so of course. We're in the submarine and we take off our trip. He's like, they yeah. take him in the submarine under the fucking ocean and they're walking around. Well, when six fucking admirals walk in. You yeah, just let them no. in. I don't give a fuck who they're with. Let yeah. the admirals in. So Tony tells him, he's like, hey, man, he's like, here, take this camera. He's like, you got to take pictures. He's like, I can't take pictures, bro. They're going to fucking kill us. I can't take pictures. And he's like, we have to have pictures, man. We can't go over there thinking that we just fucking pulled some pictures off the internet or some bullshit. Like, we have to show it's us with a sub. We really have a sub. And he's like, we can't take these pictures, dude. So he's like, I go to the captain. And I said, hey, this is probably a stupid question, but can I can I take a picture of the submarine? He's like, that is a stupid question. This is a, a, a secret like fucking submarine base and you're inside of a Russian submarine. No, you can't take that picture. And Tarzan says, how about $200? And he's like, the next scene, it just switches on music and they're fucking taking pictures in front of all the submarines <laughs> with all the admirals and all the captains because money, dude, like $200, they make $30 a month there or something. Oh, yeah. 
And so yeah, two hundred dollars was like fucking crazy money. Yeah. yeah. And so he just pays him two hundred. So what are bucks. they doing? So the who's getting the millions? Those admirals are probably admirals. fucking doling that shit yeah. out, man. They're splitting it up. Yeah. Mm. That's what the only reason the admirals would be there. They're the only ones that can oh, make. So they're the, the only ones so that can let it go. It wasn't the admirals he was asking. It was somebody else. It was the, it captain, was the sub of the captain of the sub. So the captain yeah. submarine oh, captain. Oh yeah. Boy. He's not getting the money. He's like, I'll give you two hundred bucks. And was just like the next thing was like dun 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 dun. And they're like fucking all. He's like, then I'm taking pictures of him. He's taking pictures of me. We're taking subs in front of that submarine. It just shows all these pictures of them on all these Russian subs. And like some secret, then he has them on his desk and the informant guy that gives him the fucking satellite phone that's tapped um, starts pulling the pictures off fucking Tarzan's desk and giving it to the fucking like to like the, the fucking CIA. government yeah. CIA and shit and they're like yeah that's a real fucking sub yeah. base in Russia they're really gonna buy a fucking submarine like it, this is a drug real, cartel yeah. <laughs> this is happening yeah. <laughs> yeah these motherfuckers have done it so they go and uh, th- yeah so they, they're back in Miami um Tony ends up going back down to deal with the cartels and he never says a location or a name, not even a city or a country. Right. He's just like, I flew down and talked to those people. people. <laughs> like, you know, and he it's said the equator. Exactly. So he, um, back in Miami, they, and I didn't quite follow all this. I had to skip a little bit of it just for time constraints, but they started to put legal pressure on, um, Almeida, Mm-hmm. To find Tony, so the cops were like because well, with him. what happens is Tony goes to the Cali cartel and says, "Hey, I need, um, I need ten million dollars up front," and um, so he's negotiating with them. But then uh, Tarzan he said, "I need ten million up front, ten million in two weeks, right. and ten million two weeks after that." And uh, Juan and Tarzan hit up Tony, and they're like, "Yo," he's like, "Let's just get that thirty million and fucking take it, and not do the Russian sub deal." And Tony's like, "You're fucking late, like." Because he already he's that was already his plan. He's like too late, bro. Like he gets the ten million from them and fucking pieces out to Amsterdam. Gives his buddy that lives in some house in Amsterdam. He shows up to his house and he says, "Here's ten thousand dollars." He's like, "Disappear and nobody knows I'm here. Don't come back for two weeks. And if everything goes well, there'll be another tinker on the counter." His buddy's like, "Fuck yeah, I'm going to Spain with my girlfriend." And he's like, "He's like, don't tell fucking anyone." And takes off. So he's in the hiding. He's hiding away. Well, the fucking Cali cartel's like because the money was in France. He flew to France yeah. to pick up the money, yeah. and then bounced over so to he Amsterdam. Steals their ten million dollars, and he said, "You have no idea how much paper ten million dollars yeah. is." Like I had, I had to figure out, I had to find a place. He's I like, needed to save what house. you can I imagine. To, like yeah. it filled yeah. the fucking house, like with shoeboxes. Yeah. And so then uh, the Cali cartel's like, "Where the fuck did Tony go? Where's our submarine? Like, what's going on? We haven't heard from him. He just disappeared." And so they go to fucking Juan and like, "Hey, can we meet?" And he's like, sure, what's up? So like they meet and he's like, hey, your buddy Tony's not around. They party for one night or something. Uh, and then the good. next night they're like, hey, so can we meet up again? And he's like, sure, why? And he's like, well, we need you to tell us something. We need to know where Tony's family lives. Where is his wife and children at? Because we know we, they live in we, Miami. We know they live in Miami and we know that you know. We need you to help us out with that because Tony's Ooh. not around. He's like, oh, fuck. You know? So I think like, he gives him the address or something though, doesn't he? He did. Yeah, he gave him the address. <laughs> he drove Boys, him. I mean, fuck, dude. Like, what are you gonna do? Yeah, he drove him to the to the. And they start calling Tony, and they're like, "Hey, where the fuck are you, dude?" And he's like, "What's the problem?" He's like, "It's, it's not." He's like, "Whatever." He acts like it's no big deal, and he even gets so ballsy he tries to go back and get the next ten million dollars. 
Like he goes, oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. yeah. So like, they're like, where are you at? Where are you at? And so he fucking calls and he's like, Hey, cause he was supposed to meet again or something Two where, weeks, like yeah. in, in France or something again. And so he shows up to that with a bunch of dudes with guns and shit. And he's like in a taxi, he's got like a guy spotting and they call and they're like, Hey, where are you at? And he's like, I'm in the taxi in the front. And these fucking dudes like storm the wrong taxi and like jump in, like throw the driver out and steal the wrong fucking cab. And he watches it all go down and they take off. And then they realize they fucked up and like, Hey, where are you at? He's like, I'm in the taxi. You didn't see me. He's like, no, no, no. He's like, no, no, no. I saw what fucking just went down. He's like, so um, have a good day. You missed your opportunity and let the Cali cartel know. I just fucking got them for $10 million. Fuck you. Fuck off. And disappears again with the fucking, with his $10 million that he has. Yeah. (laughs) That's ballsy. Fuck yeah, yeah, it is, dude. So, and then goes to Africa, apparently all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Imagine. That's just where they met. He flew in, flew in somewhere. I wonder what else he's doing now though. You know what I mean? Like he wouldn't talk about it. Oh no. And the thing, and again, I was like, it was down to the wire to be able to start the show. So I was kind of skipping chunks right at the very end. But so, so Tarzan got arrested for 18 months. He got arrested. Um, I can't remember exactly what they ended up nailing him on, but he fucking, rats out um Juan sort of um and so like uh Tony was gonna cut uh Tarzan in for a million of that 10 he stole and then like he's he's like then I spent a couple million so then I was gonna cut him in for 500,000 he's like but then he ratted on Juan and I'm not gonna fund a fucking rat um but then what happens is like Tarzan goes through this whole thing where Juan's gonna get in trouble and then he recants his fucking statement Mm. and takes it back and then they there's no Somehow they end up not getting anything on him and they both fucking yeah, like, somehow the play that Tarzan did does. got him out of jail and gets and kept and got one and off, kept, one off. Yeah. kept Almeida from get from doing I mean, 40 it was a years. one-off. And, and Tony's exactly. just off wherever the fuck he's at. Yeah, he was so, supposed to do 40 years and oh, somehow fuck. whatever maneuver Tarzan pulled. Who was gonna do complete, 40 years? Uh uh Juan Almeida. No way. Yeah. Yeah, so now they're now they're well, uh Juan's in trouble again for some kind of weapons charges or some shit. He's still <laughs> nuclear weapons. Drug charges. Nuclear yeah. weapons. It's drug charges. Yeah. yeah. And so but Tony's still at large. Tarzan's just doing his fucking thing. Like still the strip club? Still not a strip, strip club. club? No, I don't know. He's what, in he owns he's in, Porky's. It's still, he's in it's still Russia. Around. He lives in Moscow. Oh, that's right. He he's banned from the United States. Oh, yeah. uh, so so, so basically it was like fucking <laughs> you can't come back to the United right. States. You're fucking right. Done. That's why he got out, recanted the statement, but yeah. then they they like sent him. Extradited him. And again, it's a here. They spoiler deported him. Oh, deported him. This whole episode has been a spoiler, but the very end of the movie, the director asks Tony, um, do they ever stop looking for ten million dollars? And his reply is, I have to tell you all my enemies are dead and I'm fucking happy. I'm going to see them in fucking hell when I arrive there. And it goes, boom, rolls credits. Like, like <laughs> oh, shit. So he's, he killed everybody. Yes. Like, he killed whoever was he after him. He went around killing everyone who's after him once he had the $10 million. I mean, what else do you do? Especially when they threaten your family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be it right there like, it's yeah. like oh okay like yep and i mean escobar is arrested like that cartel doesn't exist anymore yeah so it was probably pretty easy for him to start fucking rubbing yeah. but yeah the whole it's like even the end it was like that even ended like a grand theft auto it's like you yeah. fucking had the episode where you did some time in jail and you had to fucking do some shit and then me it's like everything like fuck, every dude. one of those guys is such a fucking funny character though dude There's that's what sells the documentary dude. every single one of them is so watchable in completely different ways <laughs> And the entire documentary bounces back and forth between Which these is three. Probably what was owed to their success in the first place yeah. was that they're so charming and so fucking like yeah. intelligent and funny and like 
yeah. cunning. Like it's they're, they're just so good. They're such characters. They're all very likable. And what you can you? imagine that Tarzan is not doing poorly in Moscow. Yeah, he's got something <laughs> like, with all the fucking Russian mobsters who are his best well, if friends. He can, if he can move, if he can go to the Gambino family and then move to Miami and open up a strip club yeah. and fucking all of a sudden be in the arms of everybody. And you, d- you didn't watch the you know? doc, right? No, I didn't. You, I didn't. Like, even though I know, like we just covered it and it's like, fuck off. That's next. No, next I'm going to go watch it. You it's, should watch it. It sounds good. Amazing, yeah. Dude. yeah, it sounds good. Yeah. It's just it's watch. Good. I mean, I mean, Tarzan kept me going because he's a really fucking interesting guy to watch. Uh, Almeida is very good storyteller too. But yeah, he's a Almeida is a very good storyteller, but he's very down to earth and mm-hmm. very calm. Um, but just fucking watching Tony, dude, he he would he just sells the movie. Yeah, like the fucking guy, like the fucking fucking this fucking thing with a fucking thing on it. What's well, cool is because it's not it's not a movie. Like that's yeah, real. He's really, telling yeah, you the dude. real story yeah, how yeah. it went down, and you're like, yeah. God damn. That's and I just kept thinking the balls this fucking director has, dude. To fucking track yeah, I mean, these three down, yeah. and he ended up getting Freedom of Information Acts. I mean, all the tapped phone calls are I guess in so the like, documentary. Like, like Tony, everybody who was looking for him for the ten millions dead, right? You know what I mean? So I mean, fucking, you know, I feel like I can't get away with shit. You know, I get pulled over. For but a how did he get light. to Tony? How did he find Tony? That's the uh, question. Somebody knows. Where Someone he's at. get put out the message like, "Hey, he wants to talk." And why was Tony willing? Because he was probably like, "I'm fucking untouchable where I'm at. Like, I'm fine." Well, and I mean, and it's but kind of fun to get the story out. Right. I mean, the story's known. Tarzan you know? and Juan probably said, "Hey, it's like this is the thing. It's this documentary." Like, but I don't know to what benefit would you do that? Why take the risk? But they got him to do I it. I mean, why not? A big fuck you. Yeah. yeah, but what was that? Like Who if, was, it, if he fucking not McAfee, told him, there was someone else that got busted like that. It was McAfee did get busted that way, but someone else did the documentary. Like well, Sean I mean, Penn. Who did Sean Penn go see and they got busted? Uh, that was, Snowden. Uh, no, that was uh, who went and saw the Snowden? Fucking drug guy. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it was one of the oh, drug guys. Oh, uh, 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 Chapo. Yeah, oh, Chapo. Yeah. yeah, that's not that's not when he got busted though. That helped though. That was no, it, led, it helped like lead to it. Some cell phone picture, or something was geotagged or some yeah. bullshit, and yeah. that's that's what happened. So it's like, why is it worth? Like he's made it this whole time. Why do the documentary? You know? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. And it said somewhere in Africa, they I mean, did it narrows exactly. it down. Yeah, but he ain't <laughs> staying there much. though. If they're on a plane in Africa somewhere, that's just where he landed and met them. Right. No, he's you can tell it's back. his plane. No, I know, but then yeah. he's gonna fly back to wherever the fuck yeah. he was. True, he yeah. met them in. Could be in Japan, right? You know what I mean? You don't fucking know, right? It's somewhere where the U.S. has no designation. You know right. what I mean? Like where they're not. They're not. You know, and if he yeah. if he was on the phone with him and was and straight up was like, "Fuck you! I took you for ten million dollars." Like this is just an extra thumb in your eye. Yeah. Like, oh, remember that time I took ten million dollars? Let me tell the story. Let me about tell it. it again. Fuck yeah. you! I took ten million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> let me make it be the most popular documentary out. But again, yeah. he still never never says a name. It's just always those guys I worked with. Those people. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you know, never mentions a place, that's never mentions you, a person. That's how you uh, right. stay yeah. untouchable, you know? Yeah, the the El Chapo one, though, like, they, they gave up too much shit. And this guy apparently has more clout than El Chapo. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, so. And just the way it's filmed, like, it's it feels like a fucking episode of fucking Ocean's Eleven or something. Like, yeah. just like the, the music is the, dope. The, the, cuts, the timeline, the, the cuts, the, the way they do it. Like, maybe. Yeah. Maybe the director was ballsy enough to impersonate Tony. Oh, maybe. With the fucking actor. <laughs> that was him, yeah. That'd be funny. No, it's a good documentary. I mean, I highly, even though we've how just would fucking... You, the only people would know yeah. would be the fucking... The, Fucking one right. and fucking and they wouldn't see it until after the shit comes out. Yeah. And who are the fuck yeah. are they telling? Well, it'd be on yeah. the internet right away. Like, yeah. It got impersonated. Even who? though we've who's told putting it there though? Tarzan could say it. That's and true. Put it out. 
Uh, maybe they don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And even though we've told the the tale, um, no, it's just still, watching yeah. it's still worth that, watching. Yeah. Like 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 I said, it's probably in my top five documentaries. Just the way it's directed, the production quality. These three characters are so watchable and unique. Yeah. It's like if this was you couldn't have cast people to deliver these performances if you no. were making this a piece yeah. of fiction. Nobody could have fucking delivered this. I'm like super these happy three that you did. enjoyed this documentary too because oh, I, I was like, it, I was like, dude. God, I wish David watched this. I fucking love when it, you walked dude. in. I was like, man, I know that like that you don't have a lot of time but i was like if if ever you have time to watch a documentary man please watch it and then dave was like i did watch it i couldn't find any written content and i was like fucking yes dude dave watched the documentary. Yeah. yeah it's just you get i'm so gonna much. I'm, I'm gonna say it's gonna be right under dora for me okay. I, it sounds really yeah, good i just think that like i mean obviously our equation works you read stuff and you won't watch stuff and then brad yeah. and i watch stuff right i'm audio visual and i get stuff from. Right. Right. i watch stuff and i can learn from it and brent just Right. has to write it down because <laughs> right. you can't remember it. Yeah. I think yeah. that you get something so important, though, that you can convey in this like format of our podcast when you see an interview with the person oh, or for the sure. family yeah. member or for sure well, it was like, like what was the one with the uh the chameleon guy oh yeah that oh, one yeah. was a that's fucking a trip yeah that's that was a really good document and we, you you watch that fucking guy and you're just like what in the yeah. fuck like yeah. that this guy is fucking like well you get a, a sense of the person, you know, you mm-hmm. get a sense of who they were and mm-hmm. what what they were thinking, you know, and and we need to well, start like a subgroup of just like top documentaries or something, <laughs> yeah, so we sure. can find out what the other one is before you waste your time, right? Trying to listen yeah. to it to be like this one's good. There might only right. be one though, you know, and it might be garbage, you know. Yeah, but some is, people like dry great. stuff. This is a great movie. Some people really enjoy dry things. Yeah, right. for sure. Just you know factual. I mean? they, they and, and the thing is that to beginning, dry podcast. To be perfectly honest, sheets. When I started the documentary, I was like, oh, this is going to be rough. It's like all these like all these fucking bongos and weird cuts and Miami like spelled out on the screen. Oh, that song in the beginning, though, the intro song didn't have you going. I was like, this isn't going to fucking work. This is I was like an hour and a half of this. Brent Brent immediately had a fruit hat on (laughs) and fucking and fucking. I can't think of a song that starts. It starts out with an 80s song. You'll see it right. Oh, yeah, you're right. But isn't it in Russian? No, 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 no. It's the original song. Um, I can't think of the song right now, though. Yeah. I was like, but anyway, like within, I mean, within five minutes, this I was just the style yes. was what That's made good. it even better, you know. But yeah, so check it out. It's called Operation Odessa. Um, but if you want to know, if you want to know more on the story, that's pretty much your only source because everything written about it yeah. is just a summary of the movie. So I'm trying to see if I can find the good intro time. song for it. <clears throat> Let me see it. Uh, Operation Odessa main title video theme. Not nope. gonna find it. Soundtrack nope. full albums. No, nah, it's a cool eighty song. I can't fucking think of it. I don't know. Go watch it. Um, all right, social media winner, uh, episode five forty one. Ian Fleming, James Bond spy master, uh, Bradley Cahill, uh, cult sculpture. How come you didn't give us like a happy three hundred, a happy four hundred, a happy five hundred? Where's our little sculptures at, Bradley? And we got these these uh, penis pipes. The one hundred, right? We never, yeah, we never. That's two hundred. We never smoked at him. Man, no shit. Talented fucking guy. Um, If you haven't checked out on Instagram at cult underscore sculpture, this man makes things that look like they're out of a temple from Indiana Jones. Like, like it makes me go, okay, maybe like Egyptians really did carve those fucking hieroglyphs onto, onto that stuff. Cause you look at it like, man, that had to be machined. But then, like, this is a guy that I know that I've talked right. to before on social media, and he makes amazing things that you're like, that feels like that's machine, and he's doing it with a hammer and a fucking chisel. 
I mean, he has some power tools he's using, obviously. Sure. His penis. Um, yeah, his penis. He hammers it. Mm-hmm. Short, stout. Yeah. Firm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyways. Yeah. It's like an ice pick, but just a handle. Yeah, but he is our winner, and he's going to get a sticker pack um, from Printer Cheap. Uh, Frankie Pigeons is going to reach out to you and get your information. I hope you're doing well, sir. Um, long-time listener, OG fan for yep. sure. Yep. Um, and Frankie Pitch is going to get those stickers out to you. Thank you very much. Um, also, we are part of the Podbelly Podcast Network. Go to podbelly.com. Check out cool podcasts like the RRBG. That's the Rock and Roll Beer Guy podcast. Um, he has mm-hmm. some big guests like fucking like bass players and singers from like Nine Inch Nails and crazy shit. Like yeah. He's got some guests on there. Um, so if you're into that, go check it out at podbelly.com. Um, also, check out podcasts we listen to with Jeremy, who interviews... Um, some of your Podcaster, favorite podcasters. Yeah. So another thing like that where he's probably sat down and talked to the, one of the podcast hosts that you listen to. Um, so go check that out. I really want to talk to him for some mind frame stuff. What do you mean? Like just do a mind go on frame. there for a yeah. mind frame? Yeah. Um, also, to the rock and roll beer guy? Oh, Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy. With Jeremy. Jeremy. I mean, um, I, the three of us still need to do it for Sov King, but that's just a harder not to make it happen yeah. like when do we have a day man just make him make that an he appointment. has a day yeah we could make try to do that yeah. yeah we didn't do it just set the date make an appointment yeah. tell make, him make sometime tell him february yeah and then february make a date. is good make a date in february i don't like that month that's so hard to say yeah it's a weird word it's spelled crazy february. too. Yeah. Yeah, february yeah february exactly it's like february. you have to have a stroke in the middle of the sentence Hit me up though, and we'll figure out some mind frame shit. For sure. Official. If you're listening. If yeah. you're not, you're busted, bro. That's right. We busted. Just, we just talked straight to you. You should know. Um, also, uh, thank you to Jimmy D's Tees. Go check out Jimmy D's Tees.com. He's got all kinds of cool shirts and um, hats and fucking, what's he got? Pint glasses and stickers and all kinds of cool stuff. And he can make stuff for you. Um, he makes a lot of our stuff at sofakingpodcast.com forward slash shop. Um, and once again, if you're waiting on an order, I am shipping that shit in the morning. Um, if there's anything left on Patreon, uh, as long as I have it in stock, um, it is all going out in the morning. I'm going to fucking not talk to anybody and I will stay here and not have dinner. I'm not leaving the shop tomorrow until mm-hmm. everything that I need to ship is shipped as long as I have it in my possession. So, um, I will take care of that tomorrow. Um, also check out, uh, SKR apparel. That's S U I K E R apparel.com. Check out retro vague. Um, check out Mindframe podcast at mindframepodcast.com and across all listening platforms. Um, also check out brewing the 99 podcast. If you want to learn how to play magic, learn about magic, or if you already play magic, um, it is, it's family, uh, family friendly. Yes. It's clean. Brad uh, cuts out any cuss words if it's an accident. Oh, the podcast. Yeah, the, podcast. the card game. Yeah. yeah. The card game, too. There's no, like, land cocks, are there? Nothing like that? No. No. It's no. too bad. I guess that's all. Once again, land is the only yeah. term I have. I got nothing else. Hmm. Dick well, dice? I don't I'm know. I'm just trying to figure out what a land cock would do in the game mechanics. Well, there was an armada worm that looked like a, uh, <laughs> came out of the ground like a trimmer that kind of looked penis-y. Mm. Uh, does it have Reba McIntyre on it? It did. I hope so, man. Yeah. Yeah, red but, hair and all. Yeah, they're fucking, they're milking that shit coming out with all the extra little stuff. Walking Dead. It's going to be like Star Wars where there's just like fucking magic toilet paper and shit. It might. Just get whatever. They got fucking, Bob Ross cards. That, see, that's what I'm Bob saying. Bob Ross land cards. It's gonna, it might be devalued because it becomes, I, I guess it's all, as long as it's limited though, 
You're just going to meet every fucking little niche. It's you know limited. what I mean? Like I still the see Bob it. Ross fans yeah. will buy this shit. The Walking Dead will buy this. Yep. Yeah. Smart as fuck. Fuck yeah, they, they are. had. They just did a death metal print that yep. uh, that uh, like, hey, we'll give you money. Daniel Kane yeah. Shiro's like, I found something that I'm buying. Yeah, like, metal, that. I was like, yeah. I saw that coming. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking. They're hitting all the no, fucking marks, dude. That's genius. Yeah, making yep. a lot of money. It's yep. different than the Star but Wars. I'm not Star Wars is that. Star Wars. It's well, here's the other thing, though. The other reason it's brilliant is you might love The Walking Dead, and you're a Walking Dead collector, and, and you never people. play Magic, yep. and you're going to buy those cards. Yeah. yeah. You know, because yeah, it's been around a long time. Yeah, and I don't play it for that. I I play for the actual game. Right. But um, yeah, it's it's a, I don't know, it's something. I don't I don't. My family doesn't play. Yeah. Just is what it is. So. Good time. Oh yeah, nice. Uh, Skull member. You of the done? Month. Yep. Skull member of the month. Uh, Skull member of the month is Ashley Taylor. Ashley, uh, we've been learning about her little by little. Um, she's originally a brunette, mm-hmm. uh, dyes her hair blonde and, um, used to be a man. Now she's a woman. Right. It's just one of those things. She's, she's about opposites. You Did know, she, she tell really, you about her inventions? No. Yeah. She, she does a lot of inventions. It's weird. Smell-o-vision. That was one of them. A lot of it has to do with springs, like spring, like spring Like activated. mechanically? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. yeah. Spring activated inventions. Yeah. Like a, like a. A dildo gun uh yeah that was that was one of the she was working on one yeah um she's trying to ref i mean i mean who doesn't have a dildo gun i, I mean those are i mean those are a dime a dozen but she's trying to make a dildo gun that has a distinctly <laughs> different sound when you fire yeah she's trying to come up with a different sound uh, so she's, I wonder what she's that going would sound through like. have you yeah. seen the slow-mo dildo gun things like on the internet it's fucking stalled <laughs> yeah like a javelin just yeah. fucking coming through and hitting someone on the side of the face. Yeah. Their face. Yeah. 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 The sound is important. Yeah. I didn't understand. Important. I mean, it was, it was a, it was an email, but she said that she, she wants the dildo gun to sound like a taco. That's confusing. Mm. Yeah. I didn't understand. That's like smells like blue. It's, right. it's one of those things. Yeah. It. So I don't, I didn't know what she meant. Like when you until she, into until a she, taco, until she, until she makes it, you know, yeah. we won't maybe know. she's sound, got the vision. She's got a yeah. vision for it. Maybe it just sounds delicious. Maybe she means descriptively when you describe the dildo, it just sounds delicious. Maybe. Mm. You know what I mean? Cause that tacos are delicious. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. She also said thing. that she, I mean, she started there because she's got, and I quote an ungodly amount of giant springs. Yeah. And an even more ungodly amount of dildos. Oh, okay. So not the other thing, sure. The other thing she was working on was the the uh, moon shoes, a uh, new version of the moon shoes where the uh, where you would uh, be able to bounce onto penises. Mm. You actually walk on them? Yeah. You'd bounce, you know, you could. Oh, you could, boing, yeah. Boing. oh yeah. I see. Yeah, the moon, straddle. Yeah, right. Straddle the penis, yeah. bounce on the penis. Yeah. Yeah, with the moon shoes. Like a taco. Like a taco. Hmm. No, I don't. I was was with you guys on moon shoes, okay, and bouncing on wieners. But tacos took it too far. I was was with you on moon shoes, bouncing on wieners. You quote me on that one, man. Brent, twenty twenty. I was with you. It's a crunchy taco. Moon shoes and bouncing Uh, on wieners. Yeah, but tacos they crunch, they break. Springs, yeah. but it's not about the noise. Not it's not about the noise. Not it could be a tacos. soft taco. It's a stale taco would not. Well, a street a taco would crunch. That's right. Yeah, but that's not a crunchy taco. You're I right. never said crunchy taco. I just said a taco. 
You assumed crunchy as soon as I said crunchy. I said taco. I did too. I said it makes the noise of a taco. It was a crunchy taco. Yeah, I think this one was. But before that, I was just talking about tacos. (laughs) I wish we had a live like rollback second reel where we could be like, yeah. He's like crunchy taco. I never said crunchy taco. I don't know if you did. You probably didn't. Your memory is way better than mine for sure. I might cut it out. That way, Rick goes and listens to it. I'm like, just, Dang it. I swear it was there. I swear he said it. It's just like, I'm just, my brain's full of whiskey. I'll and change dead, dead neurons. I'll change taco to some other word. Yeah, 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 yeah. So <laughs> he'll he won't even remember this. No. All right. What were your other things after that? What's that? Reddits and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, if you're on Reddit, go to forward slash Sofa King Podcast. And if you're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, we are at Sofa King Podcast. Personal Instagrams, I'm at Raised with Wolves. We have Sofa King Brent and Sofa King Dave. Also, check out El Yucateco underscore Hot Sauce, Jimmy D's Tees, and Podbelly. Don't forget those. And the Patreon.com backslash Sofa King Podcast sports show. For as little as a dollar, you get the bonus episodes and all kinds of other good stuff. So. The Spotify playlist, Sofa King Podcast 2020. And if that's it, guys, don't be a retard. Valuable lesson, man. I had to grow up. That's why I never ask for help. I do it for you niggas and do it for myself. I go zero to one and nigga real quick. Real quick. Whole squad on that real shit. Zero to one and nigga real quick. Real quick. Real fucking quick, nigga. Zero to one and nigga real quick. Real quick, whole squad on the real shit. Zero to one and nigga, real quick. Real quick, real fucking quick. I nigga. want my blade cross some nigga ass. Real quick. I'm so for real, I'm on some real, real nigga shit. You playing, boy, I get you hit. Real quick. You better hope the paramedics come. Real quick. Fucked up, you think it's different now, a nigga rich. Before I get to cutting, know you niggas better cut the shit. Or you gon' have me have op. Pull the trigger for me, get my little niggas trigger op like it's legal, homie. No gang when I bang, boy, I empty the clip. You run like a bitch, you ain't bout that shit. Hey, 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 hey. I'll catch you another day, day, day. It's the unit back to the bullshit. Nothing in life is out of bounds. AK hole about a hundred rounds. Sixty shots like KD at the ruckus. Okay, when I see you on respirators. Southside nigga till the day I'm gone. Indulge in the violence when the drama on. Yeah. These rap niggas lukewarm. I'm two sleeves of dope when the mic on. I go zero to one and nigga real quick. Real quick. Whole squad on that real shit. Zero to one and nigga real quick. Real quick. Real fucking quick nigga. Zero to one and nigga real quick. Real quick. Whole squad on that real shit. Zero to one and nigga real quick. Real quick. Real fucking quick nigga. Don't tweet me. See me when you see me. Down to make the news just to say that I'm on TV. This clip rated all niggas PG. Them shells burn like a bootleg CD. Fuck love, I want the money. When you get too much of it, they gon' say you acting funny. Kid, how you feel now that the unit's back? Like a million bucks, motherfucker, do the math. Cold bloody boy, my heart don't feel shit. Get with me, ass fit there, I take the hit real quick. Balenciaga's, you can still get your ass kicked. Take a rapper, nigga, bitch, and make a real flick. I know I'm different from what you usually be dealing with. Don't need a mic, give me some white to make a million with. Single barrel, six shots on the Brooklyn Bridge. I let the nigga Drake tell you what I just did. I go zero to one and nigga real quick. Real quick, whole squad on that real shit. Zero to one and nigga, real quick. Real quick, 
Real fucking quick, nigga. Zero to a hundred, nigga. Real quick. Real quick. Whole squad on that real shit. Zero to a hundred, nigga. Real quick. Real quick. Real fucking quick, nigga. nigga getting money new to you. Uh, I give a fuck if shit get ugly, there'd be a beautiful funeral You fit the script, I'm gonna assume it's true Can't maneuver through the street without a strategy Ain't nobody to tutor you, and May was lucky June is through You know why he flows, 15 years Switching dealers like casinos in my goon and clip you on the arm uh, I'm out the country every weekend, dumping ass out on the Autobahn Autopilot's always on, rather better living, I've been holy torn Green bills calling me all day long, this is homicide more tears in your mama eyes, more reason to wake up, real niggas arrive I go zero to a hundred, nigga, real quick Real quick, whole squad on that real shit Zero to a hundred, nigga, real quick Real quick, real fucking quick, nigga Zero to a hundred, nigga, real quick Real quick, whole squad on that real shit Zero to a hundred, nigga, real quick Real quick, real fucking quick, nigga